Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm in a great mood. You know why? Because it's Wednesday. It's hump day, man. We're halfway through, man. Halfway through the week. And uh, lots to uh, lots of uh, goofy crap to make our way through over the next few hours. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And it is all goofy crap, man. Damn destructive and dark goofy crap, but goofy crap nonetheless. We're Right now we're following uh, this uh, breaking news story that uh, we, we first started hearing about this the last few minutes of where in Rima. Uh, there has been a targeted drone attack on the Kremlin. Uh, in fact, that's the headline on the Fox News. Russia claims Ukraine targeted Kremlin in attack. They're saying Ukraine did it. Uh, in fact, that's new. We, we're just kind of hearing that uh, now as I go on the air. Uh, there, there's video uh, taken from, I, I'm, I'm assuming, some kind of security stationary security cam. <laughs> That shows the top dome of the Kremlin with the flag there. And the drone strike comes in. You, you see something flying towards that flagpole. And, uh, well, frankly, it misses. And <laughs> it blows up right next to the flag, but doesn't cause any real damage, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, to, to the Kremlin itself. So I... My initial thought, and, and, and Trey and I were talking about this, and James Trevino, we had the same reaction that, well, it looks like they did this to the, the – this seems like something the Kremlin has done. This is Vlad sitting with his feet up, sipping vodka and a drone remote. I'm going to tell them it was Ukraine. <laughs> More vodka or you'll die. You know, so I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, we'll see. I, it, it, we, this came out on Where in Rima, too, and I, I hadn't seen this story. Trey was talking about this, that the Biden administration, we're, we're going we're gonna to be buying, we're going to buy oil from Ukraine, man. They want to start drilling. Uh, they're going to drill now and drill all over the place, man. They're going to start drilling in Ukraine, and we're going to buy their freaking oil. In fact, <laughs> I actually did just choke on my words. We're uh, guaranteeing them that we're going to buy their oil from Ukrainian oil, man. Uh, because I, I guess we, we just don't have it here. Don't we say, you know what? It, it drives me crazy. I know it drives a lot of you crazy, too. I, I, th- I, I think this is another wheeze reason uh, why I think Donald Trump is going to get back in. I really, really, you know, I called that first uh election in 2016 with donald trump i said he's 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 saying the right things I, you know up until that point i thought he was a buffoon a rich buffoon and he you know seriously he is kind of buffoonish here and there but man was that guy an effective president and one of the things he achieved for us <coughs> the excuse me the Biden administration wants you to, to to forget about this they don't want you remembering the one shining moment in the fairly brief history of this great republic of ours, where we didn't have to buy a drop of oil from anyone, which we could start doing right now. Now, it, it, it's going to be a little hard to roll back if we're, Trump were to get into office because you, you've, in a sense, really damaged the psychology of people investing in these oil rigs, which is a long-term investment. We talk about this all the time. You know, you, you're going to invest money lots of money into an oil rig, and it's not going to start paying off for you for at least a decade. Uh, but you get it you get it going. Uh, and uh, you have an administration right now that is hell-bent on destroying the free market petroleum industry of this country. Very obviously. If, if we're going to be, if we're guaranteeing Ukraine we're going to buy oil from them. You understand it's kind of like being Dave Ramsey and borrowing uh, like a fiver, you know, off some guy down the hall. You're filthy, stinking rich, but you're, you're out of cash, so you got to borrow a five off of some coworker. It's kind of like that. We don't need Ukrainian oil. We don't need Saudi oil. We sure as hell don't need Russian oil. We don't need any oil at all. We got it all right here. Trey said it. My brother said it. I'm sitting on 
My dumb middle-aged ass is sitting on more oil uh, in the state of Texas. We could we could gas the, the the fuel tanks of the entire freaking world, and this country would be flush with money. Could you imagine where we'd be right now? Had we continued on the path of energy independence, we were on the brink of in, of exporting oil because we have so much natural stuff, natural reserves here between Texas and Alaska. And Trey brought up the Dakotas. The fact that we're buying oil from anyone and allowing uh, the need for that oil to govern policy is madness. But then again, madness is kind of par for the course right now. So I, I we'll keep following the the drone strike on on the Kremlin. But again, I I think it's Vlad with a couple of shots of vodka in his gullet, you know, with a drone remote in his office. What's this? I blame Ukraine. <laughs> More borscht. So I don't know. I don't even know if they eat borscht in 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 Russia. In fact, I don't even know what borscht is. But it sounded funny, and you laughed. Two one zero. Cabbage. It's cabbage, right? I think there's some meat in it, but it's. I think that's cabbage. Don't all those pasty Eastern Bloc people eat cabbage? I think it's, well, I think it's beets. It's beets. It's beets? Borscht. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I want more borscht and vodka. I'm playing with my drone. That's the strongest flagpole I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's the strongest flagpole. It didn't you know even flinch. You know, it was uh, like the flagpole stuck its thumbs in its ears and it, went. Nah, 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 nah. Now go where I shall taunt you a second time, uh, Vlad. If you're out there, Zell, can I call you Zell? Okay, yeah, that not a great. If that was you, you guys really suck at drone strikes. Okay, yeah, try again. I think it was a hobby club, probably in Siberia. You know what I mean? And uh, one of their. You know, they're better off taking some pissed-off Ukrainian redneck, giving him an axe, and saying, go for it. <laughs> do more damage you know, to the Kremlin, damage. man. They put this little drone out there. It's like you can see you see it coming. <laughs> it was actually uh, some uh, Russian bureaucrat who was trying to peek into the locker room of, uh, of the changing rooms of some of the female uh, officials at the at the at the uh, Kremlin, and it got off course a little bit. Wanted to see trying what, to hit that third floor window. See what Catherine was up to. With <laughs> see what Katarina uh, was was uh, wearing. Boy, I just always take it to dirty. I, I just always, always really it's go. Every... It's a it's a random drone strike in Russia, and I'm just making it dirty. You know they can't get Pornhub in Utah right now. You know that's a big story of the day that the porn hub is has shut down. I guess some services in Utah because they have a new law saying that, well, you sort of got to provide ID to make sure you're not a little kid looking at porn. Yeah. And so they're complaining do. because, uh, you know, they, they, they've lost the Mormon. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're Mormons looking at Pornhub in Utah. But uh, they've seen a dramatic drop in, in uh, traffic to Pornhub yeah. out of Utah. Well, you know, it's springtime in Utah. Maybe there's things to do outside. Well, if you have nine wives, you always got something <laughs> something to to do. Your honeydew list is a book. Yeah, you either gotta you either gotta go visit them and uh, do your husbandly duty, or you gotta repair the cottage that they're living in. Man, we've learned a lot today. Don't you think that guys? First off, when it comes to the Mormon Church, and I'm talking about the fundamentalist Mormon Church, not you rank and file Mormons. You're different. But the fundamentalist Mormon Church, which does preach a lot of the stuff about multiple wives, right? It's a very masculine-based theology. I mean, I, I knew a guy. I once knew a Mormon guy. And, uh, you know, don't you kind of think that first and foremost, the multiple wives thing is really just a dude thing? Like, like how do I justify wanting strange, you know, or, or you know, multiple wives because I like variety and I don't want to settle down? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, Bible. Uh, John Smith. Yeah, I'll go with that. Well, that's what the hat told me. I looked into the hat, and then it so told me You must wives. have multiple redneck wives at your avail, and they all better have mullets. And so you... <laughs> what does that have to do with it? You ever see the wives? They're all unhappy redneck chicks with freckles and mullets. I love being a Mormon wife. I'm wife number three. Don't I look oh, happy? Man. And I suspect a lot of guys who want multiple wives, I don't know why I'm making this connection. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I bet they're big porn uh, you know, consumers. I'm just thinking outside the box here. If you want well, nine you know, I, wives, I, you're probably looking at some porn. I'm going to, I beg to differ. 
You they, think they're not looking I at Bourne? Think, I think they don't have the time nor energy. Well, point. there is that. You know? That guy on that TV show, boy, that guy was always on the on the move. He never had a moment to himself. What TV show was that? Sister Wives. Sister Wives. Never, never you ever watched. try, since I'm on this riff, you ever try, James will understand this and will appreciate this. You ever try to explain the concept of Sister Wives to uh, your spouse who grew up on the far west side, on the deep west side? <laughs> And try to explain to her how you think it might be a great, it might be God's plan that we bring somebody else in yeah, here to that, help you how out. How that work out for you? Another visit from Dr. Havercorn? <laughs> yeah, we can take care of the <laughs> knife wounds. Or actually to replace my teeth. Yeah. Because yes. the last thing you'll hear is, oh, no, you didn't. You, anyway. You know, you know Sean's gone too far when he starts doing live ads for a plastic surgeon. <laughs> That'll be next week. I'm Sean for River City Oral Surgery, and my wife kicked out all my teeth when I suggested we go Mormon, and I get her a sister wife to hang, have, have, help her out around the house. I came up with a list of ten Dr. to Mark, pick five. Dr. Mark replaced five of my teeth for all five of the wives I, I suggested to my, my spouse. Let me tell you about my local ER. The wait time's only five minutes. <laughs> when, you have, when you need a knife extracted from your abdomen. <laughs> Mormons. All right, let's take a break. Uh, 210. <laughs> Mormons are fun on the radio. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Nah, I don't look at porn anymore. I, I don't have the energy. Oh, are we, are we on the air? Uh, Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. That got your attention. Uh, we're going to talk to Mike here in a second, and also the big, the other, the big story really is uh, we're we're sending about what fifteen hundred active military personnel to the border uh, on Thursday, which I believe it's Thursday of next week, which is the day before Title Forty Two goes away. Uh, interesting timing there, yeah. I guess they expect something to happen, like lots of freaking people trying to get into the country. And uh, these are active personnel. These aren't. Uh, I'm not. This is not a, a negative distinction. But they're not National Guard. They're 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 full time active personnel that are going to be there on the border. Are they there to secure the border? Are they going there to uh, arrest people and send them back across the Rio Grande? No. Drug guys are there to deal with the drug guys. The trafficker. No. They're going to be. Um, Doing data entry, uh, processing, uh, because very obviously, uh, I guess it would be Friday, right? Is that when Title Forty Two goes away? It's Friday of next week, a week from Friday. Uh, well, when he got, I get what is it like forty to sixty thousand people hanging outside of El Paso, ready ready to roll in once that goes away. Wow, you need a lot of pencil pushers. You need a lot, a lot of people to process that stuff, and so we're sending our active military personnel down there to do it, to do it. They're not going to be doing any security or enforcement at all, uh, which is in the statement released by the administration, by the Pentagon. Meanwhile, they're trying to act like, well, look at what tough guys we are. We're putting military on the border. Of course, when Donald Trump wanted to do that, he was a racist. They're, uh, they don't have the manpower, if you will, to process all the paperwork that all these new arrivals are going to require to stroll into this freaking country illegally. And so we're going to have our military do it, pick up the, uh, the loose ends there, fill the vacuum of bureaucrats. Uh, and Peter Ducey asked about this yesterday. I'm sorry, if there's a reason to keep watching Fox, it's the deuce. And, uh, uh, you know, Jean, Kareen, K, Kareen, Jean Clouseau keeps saying that Im- illegal immigration is down 90% uh, since Biden got into office, which is absolute bullcrap. She's basing that on a policy that basically decriminalizes illegal immigration for people from certain countries. So if you're coming here from country A or X, and there's like 12 or 13 of these countries, which are mostly in the third world, and uh, I guess you get, yeah, Trey was uh, pointing this out, you actually get amnesty in that country before you get here. Effectively, it's like if you have a bad shoplifting problem in your town uh, and you just make shoplifting legal, 
Well, then you can claim our policies brought zero shoplifting uh, offenses to our city. People are still shoplifting. It's just not illegal anymore. It's kind of the same thing. You're playing with the numbers. 90%. My ass. Here's Mike. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Hey, hey. I want the pe- I want the people in San Antonio to listen real closely to what I'm saying. Um, I, 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 I was in a truck stop yesterday, and they had a, a Mexican television station on, and they interviewed some of the people that were uh, south of the border that's headed towards the United States. And you should have heard what some of those people said. They said that they're coming in next week, and they don't give a damn. Uh, who Joe Biden sent to the border that they got a right to be in the United States and that the United States owe these people money <laughs> and a place to live. This is this is the way that these people are talking. Wow. I'm talking about people from, from Haiti, Venezuela, Honduras, you name it. All you got to do is turn on your television, El Paso, Texas. You know, I used to say, I used to think that the United States would never be a country. I used to see it on television, see refugees and stuff. I never thought I would see that in the U.S. But if you turn on your television and look at El Paso, they got people living on the street of El Paso right now that are sleeping outside on the sidewalks. They are basically taking over El Paso, all these uh, immigrants, and they, and they have the attitude that the Americans owe them, that we owe them something, that we owe them the right to just barge into our country. And this is an invasion. And one other thing before I hang up with you, yeah, I, like I told you, a host on the morning show, yeah, Joe Biden is sending 1,500 uh, military people down to the border, but they've been deballed. And when I say deballed, they've been told to stand down and allow those yeah. people to walk right past them right into the United yep. States. Thanks for the good job, Joe Biden. And thanks for taking my call this morning. God bless you, Mike. Thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. And Mike did give us a a new term this morning. We're deballing the military on just about every level. And that's exactly what it is, man. That's a great descriptor. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. (laughs) Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm going to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here in a second. First, James, as the you know producer, I want you to remind me to keep saying that's how I roll sugar butt because I'm getting messages from people. People are coming down the hall and saying, that's how I roll sugar butt. I witnessed it yesterday. One of our salespeople. Uh, I uh, you, I said a, about a week ago, I think it was, that I just was trying to come up with the most annoying thing I could say to my wife, and I, that what I came up with was, that's how I roll sugar butt. And uh, it's catching on. People are making T-shirts, so that's how I roll sugar butt. I'll remind you, Coach. Please do. Please do. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as you heard my colleague Don Morgan reporting a few minutes ago from the KTSA newsroom, is that Willie Nelson is going to be inducted into the 2023 class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, you all know that I had a bit of an issue last year with Dolly. Because I'm sorry, Dolly's country. And let's keep Dolly country. I know she's done a rock and roll album since then. And she has since, because she agreed with me at the very beginning. Why are they putting me, little old me, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And then she accepted it, and then she's going to do a rock album. Maybe she already has. I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's being mixed together right being now. Being mixed together she's even re- as we speak. She recorded a song with Steve Perry. With Steve Perry. Yeah. Uh, he should have been gone. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> So I, you know, I, I and, and partially, you know, I, I loved throwing that in the mix when you and Trey were talking about it because I was just being contrary. Right. I really didn't lose any sleep at all over Dolly Parton being inducted no. into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as long no, as I do. still have that Playboy cover saved on my phone that I can pull up every now and again. Right. Because that was just a work of beauty. I, I, I'm kidding. I'm actually a big Dolly Parton fan. Who um, I think most people are. She's just amazingly talented. She's one of the most amazingly talented human beings on the earth. You know, just really right as a writer. Uh, but Willie Nelson, yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right. He smoked more grass than Motley Crue combined. That's true. He's he has had an actual influence yeah. on all kinds of artists across the board, songwriters. Right. You know, I that Willie, yes. Yeah. Kate but, Bush, yeah. What, what were you going to say? I think Willie you know, brought a lot of uh, rock and roll influence into 
country music. Well, that's at a the time whole... where he and Waylon together. When it, that wasn't right. really going on. That was the whole thing with yeah. he and Waylon is that they brought the hippies and the and the rednecks together, the hippies and yeah. the cowboys. Right. That the two cultures they mixed, and yeah. Willie's been doing that his whole adult life since he took the tie off. And so, yeah, I'm fine with that. Kate Bush, I'm a big Kate Bush fan. I think she's a really artsy-fartsy chick. I, I, I love her. She's, she's great, man. Yeah. When has she not been great? Yeah. But I ha- And Sheryl Crow, okay. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine, certainly. The Spinner's cool. I have to admit something on the radio right now for all to hear, and, and this will be a testament to the fact that for almost 35 years, I really don't give a crap about the music. I just... Want to run my mouth? Because yeah. I don't know who Missy Elliott is. I have oh. no idea who Missy, Missy Elliott. Missy Misdemeanor Elliott? Come I have on, no idea. I, can't I don't know rain. who Missy Elliott Who is she? Oh. Who is Missy Elliott? She is a, a pioneer for women's rap and rap in general. She is can she? spit bars like anybody. She yeah. can what? Spit bars. Spit bars? Yeah, that's rap if, lingo. If what that means to the, to the Caucasian layperson, she's a darn good rapper. Oofta. I don't oofta. Yeah. I don't listen to rap because it frightens me, and I think it's supposed to frighten me as so. a dazzling white suburbanite such as myself. I bet he knows more Missy Elliott than he thinks he does. I think Don. so too. Like what? what what's a Hold Missy on, Elliott I'll, song? I'll start looking. What's Y'all... that one? If 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 it's worth it. Yeah. Put oh, the, I know that yeah, one. Put Not the, the hell I down do. What are you talking about? Boo. It's your memory. I love that song. Does she rap about her genitals like the other ones do? No, you know. I mean, she. She's a little more real than that. A little more real. Yeah, she. You know, she used to rap about you know things that were going on in her life, not right. so much in that one area. <laughs> but, uh, like, well, who's the other one? The ex stripper that is uh, always writing rap songs about her genitals. Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah. So it's a little more. De- it's a little deeper than Cardi yes. B. Yes. Right. I don't know who the hell she is. George Michael going in there too. This yeah, is this, Missy Elliott. Yeah, this. I love this one. Sup, man. Yo, sup. Sup, yo. Yo, sup. Sup, yo. This is how I cruise down New Gilbo Road. My elbow on the on the on the driver's side. That'll give you street creds. It would. How you doing, yo? Sup. I'm so scared. I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. I'm not feeling safe. James, you have to stop playing that. I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. Like someone's going to kill me. Hey, good okay. job finding the edited version of that, too. <laughs> now, George Michael. Let's deal with that for a second. All right. I'm a huge... I love George Michael. Mm-hmm. That record he did uh, when I first got into radio in 1989 or 90... Uh, oh, was, Listen Without Prejudice. Listen Without Prejudice, I think, is just... It's the Sergeant Pepper, almost, of that era. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a great rec- record. Yeah. I mean, uh, Praying for Time to this day is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of freedom. There's a whole bunch of great. I mean, I love George Michael. I'm a big, was a big old fan. Yeah. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yes. I think I would so. Say, yeah. 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 I would give him that, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really think there's anybody on the list that I would, you know, maybe not. I thought they all fit in wonderfully. They have a good range Cheryl of. Cheryl Crow? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I, you yes, know, her impact definitely. for the last 30 years is you know, amazing. I, th- I, I'm going to ask you guys this. When we get back, we'll talk about some serious crap. But I, I, with, with uh, uh, Cheryl Crow, she's somebody I've never seen live. In co- I mean, I like her well enough. You know what I mean? Like uh, Some yeah. of the songs are cool. Steve McQueen is probably my favorite song by her. I think it's a great right. tune. Uh, but I've never seen her live to a person. Every person I have known over the years, and I'm now like 30, 35, who has seen her in concert, who has seen her live, says she sucks live. She's just I not very good. Yep, I disagree. Really? Okay. I saw her in Portland, Maine right. about 12 or 13 years ago. Yeah. She was wonderful. She was great. Oh, God. Oh, God. man, she was fantastic. I, I photographed her in 95 for the college newspaper at right. uh, South Park Meadows, the old place that's not around anymore. And she's amazing. She's awesome. Wow. And she even, we had a moment, Cheryl and I did. There Jeff was all, sex? No, all, all the big pro photographers. <laughs> what the hell, Rima? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to tell a nice story, right? Well, all, you're always on the bus. I'm just asking. All the pro photographers <laughs> went to one side of the stage, and she saw me with my lonely college <laughs> camera, 
and she came running over. Oh, she did. I'm ignoring you because I'm trying she to She came tell, over. She came running right. over so I could get a nice shot for the school oh, newspaper. That's cool. Nice. And she was wearing a red dress and her white guitar. And Is she cool? And she, she was cool about it? She was, She's she good. very, very, very cool. I, had a, I also had a Cheryl Crow moment. Did you have sex with her? Absolutely. You had sex with everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, have, you, have you actually produced a child with Cheryl Crow that we don't know about? No, just no. say, just no. say no. yes. But Abraham I, over you here. know what? I sure as hell tried. <laughs> <laughs> I took my shot. <laughs> that little facial mold does not bother me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what was your Cheryl Crow I, moment? I just kind of ran in. We were it was getting ready. To, she was doing her, her pre-show whatever. Right. And I was walking down through the backstage, and, and she was there. And I walked up and tried to do my best, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And, uh, so we chatted for a little bit. How you bit. doing, you dink? Hey, I like yo. that song you put out there. If you're looking for some good, uh, some good food after the show, I know the hot spots in town. I'm a guy. <laughs> So anyway, you interacted with her. Yeah, I just talked to her real quick. It wasn't anything like that. But I mean, she, you, is she cool? Is she, yeah, she was not a jerk. Cool and and, right. and uh, obviously very well aware of who she is and what right. she stands for. There was right. uh, a real strong presence about her. Beside the fact that she's beautiful, right? Um, I just got the impression that she is an extremely smart and deep thinking person. And, she, and, and like 30, 45 seconds I got to talk she to She curls her, so. her lip too. It's yeah. very sexy. She yeah. curls her lip. She does. She has that, that little That speaks, that thing. says to me that she has some inner anger issues that are still coming, well, you know, that's, she's still dealing with. We blame that on Lance some Armstrong. Inner, <laughs> yeah, it's all Lance Armstrong's fault. It's your fault, Lance. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I, to, I almost said to her, you know, he may be able to ride a 10-speed real fast, but I can do a wheelie for about three city blocks. <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> God, there's so many things I could say right uh, now. I bet you could. About testicles that I won't. Anyway, uh, 948, <laughs> 210, <laughs> lack thereof. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. I think that they are smart. Knowledge. I learn things. They're entertaining, informative. Is power. We get some news. We get a lot of our news. That's where I get my news. News and information. Power up. That's where I get my news. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's a great song. Who is this? George Michael. Oh, this is George. Oh, that's right. Oh, I haven't heard this in so This is Freedom. Yeah, Freedom Night. Oh, what a great record. Did that guy ever really get his due? No, I don't think so. I think he got distracted by all the other things that come with the yeah the lifestyle of a major rock star. Right. You know, which you know is all distracted kind of him a... from bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to talk about that, but yeah. But, but God, he was a talented guy. Just yeah, a was. wonderfully talented guy. Think, Self-taught, too. Didn't have yeah. any formal training. Right. I think you know. Kissing a Fool is probably my favorite by him. Oh, that's a great. See, ooh, see, yeah. oh, I think father yeah. figure for me. Honestly, it's Praying for Time. Uh, I just think that is a haunting song. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know, came what, out at a time when the yeah. Iron, you know, Iron Curtain was coming down. There was a lot of was uh, that, stuff the, the going whole on. The Gulf War, War was, yeah. around, was all that was going on. Uh, and people were feeling a little anxious then, not quite to the level we are now, because yeah. nobody could see how bad things would get. But when that song came out, right, I, I really kind of t- took comfort in it. And I, to yeah. this day, I still play that song, and it's it, to me, it's a very spiritual song. Yeah, uh, and just a remarkable talent. Do you so, remember the video? Where it was just the I lyrics. Know it was I've just the lyrics the, to the, the song. Was is that on all, the screen? Oh, wow, brilliant! You would think George Michael's going to show his handsome face on TV, but it was just the lyrics oh, to the wow. song, which was pretty groundbreaking at the time. But, I need to get me a, a, co- a new copy of that on CD. <laughs> Oh, you're going um, to eBay. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I did. I just bought a copy of Shotgun Willie uh, on CD on eBay. Um, we're going to talk uh, when we get back uh, uh, about some uh, stuff going on in, I believe, the Louisiana uh, uh, House, of Rep- State House, and uh, a law they're, they're trying to get on the books there to protect children well, th- that has gone on the books, I believe, or is they're, they're debating it about protecting kids. We'll talk about that. Uh, and, uh, and a couple of other things. I, I, I saw this story very briefly, uh, about the CEO from IBM 
International business machines. I, I, I grew up in, in the world of IBM. My old man worked for IBM for about a quarter century, and then he retired early and did something else for the next 25 years. And so I grew up just as a matter of course, knowing a lot about the evolution of personal computers and just computers in general. And the new CEO uh, of IBM is saying AI is going to wipe out more jobs than you realize. And it's the kind of jobs that, frankly, most people have, which is data, data entry, uh, call center stuff, computer stuff. And uh, he's saying, you know, AI can do all that stuff. And IBM famously created one of the original AI programs that beat, I, I believe, the, the greatest chess champion, <laughs> the the greatest chess player, human chess player on planet Earth, is uh, this computer, I think, bested in a chess competition. And he's right. It's going to wipe out a lot of jobs. I, I tell you, I, increasingly, you may think I'm crazy. I think AI is the Antichrist. <laughs> uh, it's bad, man. It's going to feel really good at the beginning, but, man, bad stuff going to happen with AI. IBM and all these other corporations are doing it because, frankly, it's cheaper and more efficient and, uh, I think, scary as hell. Take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hour number two on a Wednesday. It's almost carnival time in Erotes. I'm sorry. Uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. I want to talk about something serious here uh, for, for a few minutes. This is just... I We, we have, uh, I don't know, about a dozen states, I guess, who have now enacted legislation banning, uh, you know, uh, proce- medical procedures on children to all... There, there's a bill in Louisiana, House Bill 463. It would prohibit, quote, certain procedures to alter the sex of a minor child. Oklahoma, I think, did this, or is doing this. A, few, a bunch of other states. And right at the front end here, you know, the fact that we are even have to have this conversation is bewildering to me. The, the fact that we need laws on the books protecting kids from sex change operations and hormone blockers is just so freaking surreal to me. But. This is the moment uh, in which we live. Uh, so House Bill 463 in uh, the Louisiana uh, uh, legislature, in fact, uh, they're taking testimony uh, for and against uh, the Louisiana House Health, House Health and Welfare Committee before the Louisiana House Health and Welfare Committee. Uh, and there's a couple of moms uh, that testified yesterday who are, you know, they claim they got tranny kids. I'm not being funny. Okay, this is what they sat in a legislative chamber and claimed. And, and this is against this bill. This bill is horrible. It, you know, it's it's terrible. Okay, mom number one. Uh, claims that she knew her biological daughter was trans when she was 18 months old. Uh, She is against this bill because she doesn't want to have to leave her home state to get her biological daughter medical treatment and possibly surgery to make her into a little boy. And she knew that her daughter was trans when she was 18 months. How did she know this? Because her little cherub was eating vegetables. She was eating, she she liked vegetables. Quote, as he grew, he calls, she calls her a he, he's a, he's, it's a little girl. As he grew, he got to sleeping, but his food choices were odd. They were always like green vegetables, raw green vegetables, with which, if you know kids, most kids don't like to eat those things. This is the party of science. 
quote, once we figured out that he was transgender, once when he came to us and told us, this is a little girl, that he was transgender, my kid once told me she was a chicken <laughs> when she was about six. She spent her entire seventh year as a tiger. Or no, as a lion, because she saw the lion, the witch, and the road. My kid walked around in a lion costume claiming she was a lion. Once we figured out that he was transgender, when he came to us and told us that he was transgender, we went back and realized that the pattern of everything he had experienced as a child, including eating green vegetables, because that boosts testosterone, were just methods of his body trying to become who he was meant to be. His brain did not match his physiology. Mom number two uh, is 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 worried that she's not going to be able to get some surgery for her ki- kid because she wants to begin quote gender affirming care for her ten year old. This is her reasoning. I was Christmas shopping for them. They were 18 months old, and I bought one of those toy tool benches, and I was making a joke. Well, one of them comes to me, and he says they're a man when they're 18. I can't say I didn't see it coming just because the kid kind of did draw to boy toys. So, again, these are two moms with biological daughters whom in their first few years of life, these Karens have determined are trannies. And they're upset at the Louisiana legislature because they want to ban these two psychopaths, I'm sorry, two sociopaths, let's get the psychological diagnosis right here, these two sociopathic narcissists, I guess are a little too boring in themselves, uh, in, their, in their own lives. So the only way they can become freaking interesting is to have a tranny kid and put him through freaking surgery. But they're being the reasonable ones, right? Holy crap. Your kid's 10, man. Your, your kid at 18 months knew they were trans? No. I honestly think one of the uh, most destructive forces in the universe as far as human beings growing up to be well-adjusted uh, you know, people with, with empathy and, and feelings for other people, uh, one of the ways you can really destroy that is by trying to live through your kid because you suck and so you want your kid to be something. And so rather than treat them like a little human being, you treat them like something you keep on your mantle. These are children. You, you, you're talking about altering the 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 chemistry and the bio health, the biological health of your child. You, if you're a parent, you should be the first person who is protecting your kid. You should be the first person who is there to protect your kid. The second line is all the other people in your kid's life. They're teachers. Pastors, and yet a lot of these people are also glomming onto this crap. These are little kids. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you that your psychology is so messed up that the only way you could make an impact on planet Earth as the adult, the grown ass adult in the room, is what? Make your kid trans? Because you know what? Your kid didn't, your kid's not trans at 18 months. Your kid's not trans at 10 years of age. My God. I, I, I'm getting upset. I just don't understand it. I, I, I don't. And I'm glad I don't understand it. I understand it uh, viscerally. I, I understand that, you know, if you look at all of these cases where some parent, some freaking piece of crap parent, yeah, that's right, I said it, is out there using the, their mental health and the physical health of their child. To make them a little more interesting is sickness. Like this chick, this child psychiatrist we had here in Texas who insisted that her little boy is a girl. Remember that with the divorce? And the dad was like fighting for the right 
to treat his little boy like a freaking little boy? It's sickness. If Okay, you know what? If you're listening and you're a liberal Democrat, I, I'm serious. I, I'm not going to be a jerk. You, you help me understand this. I, I know I ask this question every day. I never get a call. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm just not I'm not smart enough, I'm not nuanced enough. You help me understand why a 10-year-old requires in any way shape or form gender affirming care. Which is either hormone blockers, breast binding when they get a little older, medical, you know, actual freaking surgery where you start cutting stuff off. My god, they're kids. Again, what is wrong with you? And and maybe I, I got a, a different perspective now. I mean, it's, it, it, there are two couple of things going on. My kid's 23. She's graduating from college in a couple of weeks. Boy, it goes quick, you know. They're, holy crap. You know, I think back, there's all kinds of stuff I wish I could have done more of with my kid, right? Don't we all have that? Because one day you blink and they're a freaking adult, you know? Yeah, Don's not Don's not in his head. He knows what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, in, instead of trying to turn your kid into something to make yourself more interesting, why don't you just spend some time with them? Because the other thing I got going also is all this medical crap I've been through over the past uh, uh, couple of years. And, and, and the idea of perfect of people putting, submitting perfectly physically healthy children to medical procedures they do not need and which ultimately cannot be undone. I do not comprehend that level of sickness in, in the brain there, in the head. You're, you're crazy people. You're sick. These are kids. What is, again, what is freaking wrong with you? And, and if, you, if I'm just not seeing something, you call me up and tell me what I'm not seeing. You, you help me understand how, how children, a, a, anybody under the age of 18 needs gender-affirming care. You make the argument. Maybe, I'm not, maybe I'll, you'll, you'll convince me of something, and I'll support your cause. Because I ain't anti-gay. I don't need to explain that to you in any way, shape, or form. I don't need to polish up my cred with the gay community, all right? They know who I am, and I know who they are. And, you know, it's, that's, I don't have to prove anything to anybody in that regard. But this tranny crap is sick. Okay, and this gender stuff it's, it, that you're doing to children and insisting upon when it comes to children, y- you know, you should be in jail. You should be in jail. If you're a medical, if you're a medical professional, if you're a physician and you push this stuff on kids, let alone actually performing this stuff on kids, your ass should be in jail too. And as far as all you dudes and dresses, oh, sit down and shut up. That's my reaction. That's what your activism, that's where you have brought me. Somebody who in any other regard prior to this moment would have been your freaking ally, just like a whole lot of other people. And you shoved me away. And you cut me off because now you made guys like me into the enemy. And guys like people, people just listening. We're the enemies now because we don't want children to have their penises surgically removed. And you act like we're the people with the problem. I'm sick of all of you. I just am. Sit down and shut up. Go live your freaking life. God, man. Holy crap. I can't believe we have to legislate laws on the books to prevent this crap. Here's John. John, how you doing? Well, I'm doing all right, Mr. Rima. Um, what, what concerns me is when you pathologize pubescent awkwardness, <laughs> What we're doing is we're, we're telling kids, hey, look, your body's changing. You're not happy with it. You can change it surgically and chemically. God. You know what helped me when I was going through puberty as a young man? I had adults around me that helped me through that process. Right. That helped you through that too. process. Right. They didn't tell me, oh, well, you're actually something else. No, God. I'm a man. I was a boy turning into a man. It was awkward. It was confusing. And I had help. But for some reason now, help comes in the form of pills and surgery. It's intellectually lazy and harmful. I, I don't know why we're pathologizing puberty. I don't either. Or gender in, in regard, in gender, or gender in general, man. Uh, I appreciate the call, John. You know, I, I, I really don't get it, and I'm glad I don't. Because you know what? I don't want to be you. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Coming up, more solid info and entertainment. 
to fulfill your mind's cravings. This is the Sean Rima Show, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm sorry, I got a little upset there. I got to watch my BP. I'll just get my dander up. I don't even know what dander is. 210-599-5555. I also got a text from my wife. I just got a text from my wife. Um, I have Missy Elliott on my playlist, so you've heard her punk ass. Okay. She scares me. Rap scares me. I'm, I'm a white man. I'm... I'm a white man from Annapolis, Maryland, and rap scares me. I hear rap and I get nervous. I uh, I, I roll through. I roll through my neighborhood, uh, and and it's you know a lot of you see some guys rolling through my neighborhood. And they got the rap going really really loud. Mm-hmm. With a Tejano, I hear a lot of that. Right. Now chances are, if you pull up next to me, it might actually be playing some Selena on my CD player very loud. Okay. Right. But chances are, I'm not. Chances are, you're going to hear crowded house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, and I, I try to look like a badass. I really, actually, do try to hang my elbow out the door. Well, a little gangster. Pull the pull the out. pull the cap down a little yeah. low over the eyes. Flash the sideways peace sign to people. Right. Yo, how you doing? Yeah. Don't be so far up on my bumper, man. Why you tripping? You know, I try to be. You know, I try to be cool. But it's hard to be cool in my neighborhood when you're rolling through down New Gilbo Road. You pull up to the Sonic there at 1604 and New Gilbo. And I'm blasting the Star Trek II Wrath of Khan soundtrack because <laughs> I'm writing. I'm doing. I'm starting a new writing project that's kind of science fictiony, and so I'm. You can't be cool. You can't be a tough guy when you're listening to James Horner. You know, at, at right. high volume. Yeah. The Star Trek theme comes in. You don't pose much of a threat. No. Going on. Just at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> You're right. I'm I'm a rolling nerd. I'm a rolling D and D game. Is what I am. I got a twelve sided dice. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you tripping, yo? I roll again. I cut your head off, man. I cut your head off. I roll right. I roll again. I roll again. Cut your head off, man. See, that was me yesterday rolling through my neighborhood with with the, the Wrath of Khan soundtrack playing really loud. It's an interesting choice. Well, what I do when I'm getting, starting a new writing project is I, this is stupid, but the first thing I do is I make a music mix right, on CD that I can listen to. That's my inspirational music. So I pick songs and music that's kind of in line with what I'm writing. Right. And I'm writing a, I'm doing kind of a science fiction-y thing, so I'm playing Star Trek music, which doesn't exactly make you look like a tough guy in northwest San Antonio when you're rolling through town. Mm-hmm. Look at the guys playing, I don't know, Beethoven or something. Acting like you're all bad and whatnot. Listening to Star Trek. What's wrong with him? Let's kick his ass. Anyway. <laughs> so Missy Elliott, no. Very obviously, I'm not a guy who's up on someone like Missy Elliott or any of the other. What did you say? I stopped listening to me. And if it's after 1991, I don't know what the hell it is. And a listener messaged me. His name is Lee. Messaged me and said, "Listening to you squirm during Missy Elliott was a lot of fun for him." Well, yeah. And I said, "You know, unless <laughs> my wife, Sean's my wife not up. familiar with anything that came out after 1991, pretty much." And you admit it, so that's yes. the good thing. I wasn't telling stories out of school. No. I wasn't picking on you. No, just stating that that's how it is. That's pretty much it. Nevermind came out, and you said, "I quit." That I was said, it. I'm done. I'm done. Soundgarden, super unknown. I'm like, I'm good. It's all I need for the rest of it. Yep. <laughs> good to go. Beyond that, I'm listening to 40-year-old country music, you know, so there you go. Right. 2105. <laughs> I, I want to say, oh, I did go vote yesterday. Uh, we, we went and voted at the library there down off of Bandera uh, by the HEB. No problems. Uh, there was a bit of a line. that We went around 6 o'clock last night and about a 20-minute wait. No big shakes. Got in there, voted really fast. You got... Mayor and City Council. And Mayor and City Council. Proposition and, A uh, was on there. Proposition A, and we had a Board of Education person. Right. Uh, I voted. A, I and the you, if I know I'm going a little late here, but if you haven't read about Prop A and you're waiting till the ballot, it's a long right section there's of the ballot, and, and it's of it. and it's the the answers are: Do you support or do you not support? Yeah. Uh, and then as far as we're in District Six, I went with Arena. Irina, 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 Irina. You had her on the show. I did. Uh, you got my vote there, sweetheart. So kick some ass. And uh, uh, 
voted for pretty much anybody against. <laughs> he had eight choices against Nuremberg. <laughs> Close my eyes and just hit one. <laughs> Not him. Okay, yeah. I took out some tape and I put the tape over the the Ron Nuremberg space on the ballot so that just yeah. anybody I hit would not be him. There's that many unknowns. There's eight really. other I mean, people running most against of them him. You've never heard of? No, before. they they haven't had a lot of. So I time. can't see a runoff happening here. No, I think I went to high school with one of them. Yeah, San Diego. <laughs> I think I went to high school. I think about five of them are my wife's cousins. I don't know. Yeah. So, Isn't that funny when that happens, though? When, when, you, when you go to vote in a town you grew up in and a guy you went to school with is running for something. Well, my, my, and my, I remember thinking, right. I'm not voting for him. Between James and my <laughs> wife and Trey, I know everybody in this town. <laughs> related somehow to everybody in this town. That's right. true. Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. News Talk 550 KTSA. We're going to talk about some serious stuff here, but James is playing this song he said for my wife. So there you go, baby. Is that Missy Elliott? I'm getting nervous. Not feeling very safe here. Rap scares me. I'd never heard Macy Gray until my wife played her for me uh, about a week ago. Never heard Macy Gray, and I was like, hey, that's pretty good stuff. How did you miss that? Well, look at me. <laughs> Listening to Dark Side of the Moon and Redheaded Stranger for 100 years. That was Missy Elliott, and she sings rap. 210-599-5555. Jim's been on hold for, an, uh, for a long time. Jim, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. So I figured out what the problem is over in Louisiana. It's, it's copious amount, amounts of paint chips at a young age. Do what? That gal there in Louisiana raising all that hell, I said she had a, ate a lot of paint chips when she was a kid. I think that's A lot of paint problem. chips. <laughs> And, and that's that, right. The lead went the same, to her brain. Yeah, and that's the same type of person that if you swat your kid in the ass in a grocery store, they'll call CPS on you, but they'll cut body parts off, and that's all. Right. That's and an excellent so point. Out. That is an excellent point. If you discipline, if you just say something crossways about your kid to your kid in a public situation, they're the ones who are calling CPS on you. Meanwhile, they're cutting. They're having their children's genitals removed. <laughs> Excellent, man. Thank you so much. Great, right. great call, Jim. Thank you. Um, speaking of kids, and uh, the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Last night, uh, sitting around the house, and Chip Roy actually, who I have a great, I, I just love Chip, man. I have a great deal of respect for him. I think he's he's doing the doing good work, and and he had posted about this piece of crap dude in Cleveland, uh, uh, Texas, uh, who they picked up in somebody's closet yesterday, hiding under some laundry. Uh, and, you, you know, first off, and, and, and my brother Trey pointed this out earlier on Where in Rima, that, you know, it's apparently really, really freaking easy to get into this country from Mexico. Not so easy to get from this country into Mexico, because most of us, I think all of us, uh, I know Jack was saying it. I was saying it. You know, all of us pretty much thought this guy's this guy's never going to be caught because he'll be in Mex. He's in Mexico already. <clears throat> you know, and uh, and he's he's long gone. Nothing. And they found him, and I'm glad they found him. Again, the, I guess he thought he was in a safe house or safe place, and somebody dimed him out and found him underneath. Uh, I, I, you know, if he is uh, ganged up, I wouldn't want to be the person who dimed him out. <laughs> But uh, uh, somebody made a call, and they found the guy hiding again, hiding under some under some laundry. You look at pictures of this guy, and they're just man. In those eyes, there just ain't nothing looking back at you. Uh, and I, you know, I, I'm getting again. I, I talk about you know this stage in life. We're, we're all most of us. If you're listening to me, most of you, you are probably roughly around the same age as me. I know we got some young fellers that are listening, too, and young ladies that are listening, and I appreciate you very much. But, you know, if you're in your mid to late 50s, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting time to be alive. You start waking up to some stuff, and 
making priorities. And I, I, there's a lot of, I said this a little while ago, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now that I don't understand, and I'm kind of done trying to understand them. And moreover, I'm thankful I don't understand. I, I don't understand how anybody can point a weapon at a nine-year-old and pull the trigger. But then again, I don't understand how 67 men can rape a nine-year-old either. I don't understand how people are able to sell children as as uh, an object uh, for sex or whatever, slave labor or what have you. I, 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 I just don't understand the crap we do to kids. And I hope I never do. And, and I don't, because you know what? It happens every day. You, you and I, where we live, we don't, I don't have to tell you that as far as illegal immigration and the gangs and the cartels and all the bad guys in the world, that the, the worst of all of it is visited upon children. Remember what Jesus said about children, little children, suffer the little children. And if you're somebody who does, I, I'm paraphrasing the scripture now, but if you're, if you're harming kids, if you're using kids, if you're doing bad things to kids, kids, you might as well put a big old anchor around your neck and jump off a cliff, man. Put a millstone around your neck. I, I just, I don't get it. I hope I never do. Um, I, I, and, 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 you know, I, I again, it, I, I do fold into it because you know what, uh, this is in no way, shape or form a justification, but you and I both all also know that when it comes to kids in trafficking and <clears throat> as far as using as a threat to somebody, I'm going to kill your kids or what have you, uh, the cartels are kind of like rattlesnakes, right? It's their nature to bite you and kill you. It's just they're making money. It's what they do. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you do that kind of thing to kids. I don't get it. Uh, but that's uh, a part of doing business with these guys, with these kinds of people. But I do fold into that uh, same category, frankly, people who, who want surgical procedures on their kids when they're little kids because of some trendy piece of crap political idea or cultural idea. It, I don't think there's anything really different. Their, their difference of extremity in that, you know, if, you, if you'll if you point a weapon at a child's head and pull the trigger, you are obviously a psychopath, all right? Um, but I, I it, you know what? It's the same road. You're on the same. If, if you want a surgeon to physically do stuff to your kid that your kid doesn't need, if you want to pump your kid full of hormone blockers, I'm sorry, I'm putting you in the same category as a guy that'll shoot a kid in the head. Because neither one of you is showing or displaying one molecule of care or empathy for a child. I mean, I don't I don't comprehend the stuff adults do to each other. <laughs> Some of it I can kind of, you know, sort of understand, but man, what we visit upon children, our children on this, on in this world is just, oh God, it's the worst thing in the world. It's the worst thing humans do. So I'm glad they got the guy. I thought the dude was going to get away like everybody else. Uh, I, I, I hope we kill him. <laughs> I hope we grease this guy. I hope we, this guy gets, gets uh, the death penalty. And here in Texas, we we roll that stuff along pretty quickly. Yeah, we kill you really good here, and I, that's one of the other things, uh, many things I love about Texas. But if anybody, th- this guy is the very definition of why you create a death penalty in the first place. In the morning time makes me think about different things going on in the world. Just what you need to start your day. I listen every morning from the time I get up. I get up early, early in the morning. Get your day going. A little help from your friends. KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, yeah, yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA uh, FM 1071. (laughs) Take two. I almost spat out the the call letters from a station I worked at 30 years ago. Uh, Sean, hi. It's the end of the show. I, I, you know... Phone lines are open if you want to get in under the wire, 210-599-5555. Also, I got a new computer, so I should be able to figure out this texting thing so I can start reading texts on the air. 
It's only been around for a month, so, I'll, you know. Hey, I'm new here. I've only been here 12 years. Did you already put all those stickers on it already? Yeah, I stickered up my computer. Yeah, I put stickers on everything, man. I like to put stickers on stuff. I don't know why. My whole life, I put stickers on my car, my computers. Like a fourth grade girl over there. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm staying young. All right, I'm staying pre-adolescent. That's my, you know, you're only as old as you, 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 you feel. Well, that's not true. I feel like an 84 year old man, but I try to remain young at heart. And yes, I am a child of the 80s. And back in the 80s, we put stickers on everything, buddy. We didn't have a sticker on it. I must skip that. Day. Wasn't well. You were already an adult who was working and stuff. You started in radio when you were like 11. I was uh, an original. Close. I was what I call an OS, an original slacker. Right. And we were much more concerned about putting stickers on stuff than actually starting a career. You were living that whole Gen X life. I was. I was I was that guy. I was wearing flannel. <laughs> Lots of flannel. Um, but we uh, something uh, I, I want to hit this before we get out of here because it's so funny. Oh, God, I just saw that on TV, the tranny that they're getting to, for military recruitment. <laughs> hey, drink a Bud Light and tell me that's going to work for you, Harpy Daniels. Um but we had another tranny, right, lose their S in some state legislature. Where the hell was it? With Massachusetts? And I didn't see this, but Don Morgan, but James and, and Trey were saying that this guy is a pretty big, beefy guy, but he's a, he's a he's living like a chick. Go ahead and roll that fascinating audio. One of the people I look up to who I've begun to love is Klaus Schwab. And he said by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. And I stand with him because I am not selfish. Oh, my. No, you're not selfish at all. I'm selfish. Jesus. Pull it together, man. My only regret is that I didn't stop Rihanna Taylor's killers. I still remember like it was yesterday. I was shopping at Target in the pride section looking for a shirt for my sister. pride section at Target. Thank you. That's your time. Appreciate it. What? Oh my god. I'm gonna take a knee for George Floyd. Yeah, could you do that over there so we can get the next person? <laughs> Can you do whatever you're doing over there? All business from the Ooh. city councilman. Just keep moving. <laughs> there's, another, there's another line. Hold on. I got to play this. Hold on. You got to hear this. Thank you. Okay. If we could, uh, so we'll take like a five-minute break and wipe all that down. <laughs> wipe all that down. <laughs> Yes. Wipe all what down? All the slobber. Oh my it must God. be the slobber because it got. You know, he's probably spitting and slobbering and snotting yeah. all over the place. Right. Wipe that down. God, what an embarrassing display, man. Well, they, they ran the gamut of things that had them ticked off that day. <laughs> you know, Brianna Taylor and. Took a Dr. Knee for Fauci took a knee Dr. for George Fauci. Floyd. Yeah. And take a knee for Fauci too, did he? Yeah. Somehow he hit a lot of points, didn't he? In a shrill, high-pitched, girly voice. For what you could understand. What you could understand. Yeah, look, I, I don't know that guy. It, it, it's easy to make fun, but there's something really wrong if they're that upset about everything. <laughs> they probably shouldn't go to city council to address their concerns. Maybe, know. you know, yeah, the doctor's right. office. Maybe go to like see that. a therapist. Yeah. Get the 12-step, start 12-stepping your way to happiness. But man, take it easy. This is a bit of an emotional deal. You know, gay guys sometimes, you know, they, yeah, they get upset and they start shrieking. I've had a couple of gay guys shriek at me. They got upset and they started shrieking. I know I'm, I'm, I'm reinforcing some negative stereotypes about gay people, but, I'm you know. straight as an arrow, and I've shrieked at you a number of times. Yeah, but you don't sound like, you know, like a, no. like, like a, like that. Well, when I'm provoked. Like, you don't sound like a pan flute on cocaine. <laughs> pan flute on cocaine. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? you <laughs> yeah, Zamfir has a little bit of a problem. Oh, God. Oh, 
I picked this one up in the Himalayas. Oh, it's my new pan flute, pan flute piece. I just want to play the pan flute for the LGBTQ. Anyway. <laughs> I wonder if his presentation together, was sponsored because huh? he mentioned Target and Starbucks. <laughs> what the pride section at Target, man? Like a gay NASCAR driver. He's naming all of his sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Talk about product placement. Right. Is he is he getting endorsements from Kleenex? Yeah, he's probably like I'm dabbing saying, his nose with I'm some balled up Kleenex. He's on the take. Got I paid think he's off. on the take yeah. somewhere. It's all a big show. And that was, that was Target, the Pride Six of Target, we're all rainbow car decals are fifty percent off in the days. <laughs> Bud Light twenty percent off. <laughs> Canner bottle. All right. <laughs> Tampax. Anyway, all right. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, oh, Don Morgan, and Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Yeah. Could you do that over there so we can get the next person?